If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Hi, Enimwa. Good How morning. You doing? I'm very well. Yourself? Happy New Year. It's good to see you. Yeah, Happy New Year. Good to see you too. All right. Okay, so we're going to start on the conversation, then Richard will join us. Okay. Um, <clears throat> on Zoom. On Zoom, sorry. But remember that Home Affairs is brought to you by Amasha Partners Limited and I Care. Yum Vita, a delicious way to grow. Dano Milk. Choose tasty milk. Choose nourishment. Choose Dano Milk. Dano Milk. Go for it. Onga. Mama's Helping Hand and Tasty Tom and Rich Tomato Mix. All right, so Richard is on as well. Good morning, Richard. Good morning. How are you? Hi. hi. And a happy new year. Hi, Richard. Hi. I was looking forward to meeting you. Richard is my senior. Oh, really? We go way back. Oh, that's nice. Wow. <laughs> happy new year, Ariel. Good to see you too. Good well, to good to hear you. from you. All right, so let's just dive straight into the conversation. Um, so couple goals, Ariel, let me start with you. First of all, I don't know. What, what, what are couple goals outside of there? We're setting goals. We want to do this. We want to do that. And is it yeah. really necessary to like sit down and have like a, I don't know, couple meeting or whatever it is? You know, the term couple goal has become a terminology used on social media yeah. to describe happy couples who yes. have gone through their challenges and are, I mean, moving forward together in the same direction. So it's like a terminology now being used on social media when you're posting you and your partner looking chilling happy, chilling, goals, you know, a true couple goals, goal, individuals, yeah. I mean, leading with love and mature enough to go through their hurdles and still show up as a unit. So that's being used as a terminology now to describe happy couples, actually. So what it means and what we're seeing are not actually the same thing. We're talking about goal setting, but yeah. the term couple goals mm. is now a terminology. So I just wanted to okay. brush that out of it. Okay. But setting goals as a couple or as a family is very, very important. And uh, as, uh, at the beginning of the year, be intentional about some of the things that you know that you want to work on and sitting together to talk about it is important now goal setting is something that a lot of people sometimes just ruminate about it in their head but never take the time to actually put a pen and paper together and write it but without setting it and writing it and making it an intentional as you said um project or um something you are going after mm. it won't it won't find a starting point so as a family or as a couple it is important that you sit together see where you are and then just decide this is where we want to get to at the end of the year okay. so it is it is one of the things that is very healthy for a relationship a marriage a family to know that this year we intend to get here and for me i say a goal is a desire and if the desire is not there, then you will just float through the year and just arrive another 31st uh, December and just start all over again. But what is the desire? The desire determines the goal. It determines the direction you want to head with your family. And then you can see where to prioritize. There'll be a lot of things you may need. There'll be a lot of areas you may need to work on. But then you can see where it's more uh, important to prioritize and so there is a need for some goal setting if we can use the word mm. but a plan for a family i would say yeah okay all right um richard what's your take on on the whole concept of couple goals 
Well, Purple Goals are great. It's a great way to be able to set forth some of the things you want to achieve. And as uh, Ariel has said, majority of the of us have great ideas. We have great plans, and we we start the year with this euphoria of everything is possible. But we don't take the time to actually write anything down. And many people, many couples, unfortunately, are able to get through the year and by sheer grace achieve something. So goal setting is simply writing down the things that you want to achieve and then you become intentional about it. So couple goals is a great way um, for couples to actually start the conversation. You know, even saying good morning can be a goal. So it's actually looking at how we are living together as a couple and how do we move this wonderful journey we started on the day we said, I do. And, you know, if, if you look at many, uh, many couples before they got married, they had all these dreams. But life has a way of testing those dreams. So it's now sitting down and looking at a few things that you can focus on so that the year, you can look back at the year and say, well, in 2023, this is what we achieved. In 2024, this is what we achieved. And it helps you to mark the milestones of your achievement. So couple goals is a great tool for all couples. Mm, okay. So is, is this a culture that should be established when you're in a relationship before you get married? Or is this something that is, is applicable or doable only by people who have actually made that commitment? Well, before marriage, a lot of people would have planned, we want to have so many children, we want to live in this particular area, we want to have this type of jobs or this type of income. There's this type of car we want to drive, this, um, this amount of holidays we want to go on. So this is before marriage. We, we, we plan all these things. I mean, needless to say that the men tend to be over ambitious. We tend to promise to buy the, the, the earth for the woman. Um, and there's nothing wrong with those things. So yes, the word couple goals actually brings it into focus. But before um, the word couple goals came up, majority of the people have already got plans hopes dreams and you know the, the beautiful thing is this a dream remains a dream if you don't put any action to it yeah. so you can keep wishing you can keep doing all the things that you're doing but if you don't put that action to that dream nothing happens yeah. so it is a great thing and and whether you are you want to call it couple goals all i just say is what is your plan for this year what is that one thing that you want to look back at 2024 and say i have achieved this and there are many areas, you can break it down into many areas, but have at least something you're working towards. Right, okay, Ariel, did you yeah. want to add something to that? Um, yes, I mean, uh, like um, Richard is saying, a lot of people think once we are thinking something, it is going to happen. It doesn't happen like that. And that brings me to why people say resolution, New Year mm -hmm. resolution, resolving to do something become something or achieve something it means you're going to have to resolve and being resolved means you're going to have to put yourself to side a certain work to get to that and it doesn't have to be something you do only when you are married like i mean we're saying right from relationship before you get married there are things you're desiring there are things you want to achieve so it should always be at the forefront of the conversation i'm trying to imagine um I, I don't know, and Richard, forgive me if maybe I'm going to, I'm about to be a little bit stereotypical, but I mean, <laughs> if we're starting from the relationship phase, I'm trying to imagine, you know, this, you know, girl trying to get her boyfriend to sit down to do relationship goals. Is it, is it more of, of a female thing, you know, or, or maybe let me ask Richard, um, is, is this, you know, whole couple goals, goal setting thing more of a female thing than... Um, a, a male thing and how do we maybe as women get the men in our lives interested in sitting down yeah. to plan mm. yeah. the map of the relationship mm. well sadly when it comes to relationships um, our culture has meant that the woman is the one who drives the relationship mm. And she's the one who will be talking about the children. She's talking about all the things that needs to be achieved. It doesn't mean the man hasn't got an ambition. And where the communication between the couple is lost 
it makes it very difficult for them to sit down and have a decent conversation about their future. Mm. However, it needs to be said that for both people, it is a conversation. And you know, for couples who actually review what they're doing, um, okay, honey, I'm home, how was your day? If they're able to talk about that, that is the basis of setting goals. Yeah. So it is you, both of you come into a place where you're talking about, okay, you know, we build, we've got a project. Um, how are we going with the project? The project is a goal. So both of you are now focusing on that. Now, for if you do have that conversation, and communication is sometimes lost when we have children. Children tends to be the main focus of that relationship. But you can still use the children as a base because you want them to, be, to achieve the best in life. How are you going to do that? So you, you find out all the dreams you have one party needs to start that conversation. And for me, if it's the woman who starts it, brilliant. If it's the man who starts it, brilliant. It's not, more often than not, it might be the lady who would start the conversation. What plans do we have for this year? But the man also has some great ideas. Only if he will be heard. If it he feels he's not being heard, then it will become a couple's but a single goal. Because one person will dictate and I'll agree, but nothing happens. I so you've got to you gain consensus. The, I love how you brought in the if only he will be head variable. Um, <laughs> because I think that in relationships, because women speak, I think it's like 6,000 more words than men do a yeah. day. So men tend to not feel heard. Um, so my question now is that in, in the whole couple's goals, the couple goals thing, how do we create an environment where there can be open communication because if i'm planning something with somebody and they're not feeling heard or they're not feeling safe then they're not going to open up about what they want especially what they want from is different from what yeah. i want yeah um so ariel can you answer that and then richard if you can give us your input on that as well when ariel is done yeah sure. i mean that brings me to what i was thinking about balancing our individual goals and also the couple goals because as an individual you also have certain uh, desires and dreams before as a family or as a unit you're also aiming at getting somewhere yeah. but there needs to be a balance and in order to create this balance it's important for each other to appreciate and respect that yes anymore also has things that she, i mean she's desiring and i am desiring this for both of us that doesn't mean your personal uh, goals must also not be uh, considered on your path because giving up your personal development and your personal goals can also hinder your true fulfillment as a person. Mm. But then as a unit, as a couple to the two of you and the family and the children are going somewhere. And that also has to be um, looked at. So the balance is very important. And if the man also has different goals, the woman also has to appreciate that, yes, you do have that. But as a unit, we have children. Where do we want to go with them? Or we don't have children. Or we don't have, yes. Or we don't have children. But the two of us, what do we want to do together so that we are happy in the relationship? It best to come to how healthy you are. It best to come on your financial planning. It best to come on your social interactions. What do you want to do? Like what vacation do you want to have? What do you want to do for your social life? even based on your spiritual development what you want to do in order to grow as two people yet having different um, goals as well so there's a need of um, an understanding and as the bible said without i get and get understanding yeah. when we lack understanding we always want to to be the one who's um i mean head i want it to be what i want but when you have understanding you become a bit more conscious of the fact that growth is an is for everybody and so we can grow individually but that growth also comes back to improve the unit we are creating if as a woman i desire to become uh, go and become phd doctor whatever at the end of it that still comes back to the family unit and so your individual goals and the couple goal based on each other and then there's a need for balance mm. for it all to thrive so communication <coughs> sorry has to be understanding 
you need to understand respect each of your your wants and your desires and one thing i like about desires is that god gives it to us it doesn't we don't just get it it comes from most, most of the desires. most of the desires because we have <laughs> yeah. yeah they come through 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 god to us to want to do something to want to achieve something and when we trample on them or somebody prevents us from it then lack of fulfillment and lack mm. of fulfillment leads to then unhappiness then the the couple goal we are looking for is also lost so communication is key but it has to be based on understanding each other and respecting the growth each other wants and then talking in details about where the relationship has to get to in the same way as your individual goal how does what you want support where we want to get to it right. should support each other yeah. as much as it's your goal it should still come back to support where we are going. Mm. If your your pastor, your husband is a pastor, and then you say you want a certain goal that contradicts what he's doing, then you know that there's going to be uh, challenges. So we have to complement each other with our individual goals so that we can all arrive at the same place. And it starts with understanding that growth is for both of us. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Um. Thank mm. you, Ariel. Richard. Um. Before you you answer. The question about creating an environment where both um, the, the 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 man and the the woman feel safe. Um, Ariel made a statement. She said we should talk into detail about these couple goals. And I'm thinking about how men don't like the talk into detail um, situation. So if you could just address for us how we must communicate in a way that um, makes the other person open so that it's not like a four-hour conversation because i can imagine husbands <laughs> running away from like a four-hour conversation um so so just talk to us about creating the environment and then the importance of of knowing how to communicate to your partner so that they don't kind of lose interest or it doesn't become a long drawn-out situation it's it's thank you it's always good to look back and move forward the energy the So, before you can sh Now, whoever starts the conversation, if it's the lady who starts in the conversation, start the conversation based on your achievements, the things you achieved in 2023. Mm. Starting off with a negative feedback and at either both the, the husband can get their back up and they become defensive. Mm. So, if you're going to start, it's okay, fine. Hey, um, husband, sweet whatever you, you name, pet name you have for each other, I will encourage that even before that conversation, ensure that there are no resentments on dealt issues. The beauty about cro the, the crossover, whether we jumped over, whether we crossed mm -hmm. over, whether we walked over, we're still in 2024. Okay. There is that euphoria, and I keep I go back to that word because there is this joy, there's this anticipation for a year full of grace, full of promises. And many of us will have a tagline for the year. Some will have it, this is a year of increase. How do you bring that year of increase into your home? So as a lady, when you're starting the conversation, look back at 2023, if you are the one leading this, and talk about your, hey, our project, we've done 70% well done we i mean let's thank god yeah. start with that and if there are issues that you have been dealt with apologize you know we all make mistakes so i would most probably say to my wife hey you know last year i wasn't the best husband forgive me for some of the things i missed but this year i want to try and be a better husband and i need your help to make me a better husband because at the end of the day it's it's this journey of partnership this partnership that we have we're working together to get to this where we're going can you see so you're laying the foundation where you are both looking at all the great things you achieved you're going to look at the areas where you missed some opportunities and how you can address it start from a good place if you didn't achieve anything last year God forbid, even if you, you, you didn't set any goals last year, you'll still achieve something. Yeah, if you were able to save us, um, 
Ariel mentioned, you are you're able to save 10 cities for the whole year. Look at it and say, hey, last year we saved 10 cities. Now, what would it feel like if by the end of 2024, we've saved 100 cities? You see, so you do it and then put it in a baby, baby steps um, approach. Someone will say, okay, we saved 10 cities last year. Now, this year, I want us to save a million cities. Now, it doesn't matter where the God factor has to play a lot in that type of faith. But you need to be able to look at your reality. You need to be able to set the goals. And this may sound a bit controversial. Set the goals like there's no God to start with. So talk about all the things you've done. Look at all the areas where you've achieved some momentum. Because, you see, momentum is a great thing. So looking back, doing the assessment, moving forward, and talking about all the things that you could do, from that point onwards, have ownership for the goal. And this conversation, usually, if you call your husband and say, hey, honey, I want to talk about our future. 60% of men will go and talk about future. Okay, she's going to tell me this will have some preconceived ideas before he sits down yeah. because you've said i want to talk about the future now for the man who has been a bit naughty i want to talk about the future he's thinking oh my god she's going to divorce me <laughs> so breakfast in bed if if you do that or even if it's sitting down at the porch and you have a glass of water the fruit juice and you start talking about hey so this year last year was great how are we going to make this year a year of increase mm-hmm. start from the church theme now if you're not a christian what work start from a theme that you're happy with so this year i want to go on holiday please when we say america And you mentioned the um, Richard, we are, we're not able to hear you. Um, I think I think I think the um, internet is a bit uh, shaky. Um, so, okay, so we'll come back to to Richard. So, okay. Ariel, I mean, from what Richard is saying again, and I'm sorry if I'm talking about this so much, but it's it's of great concern to me. Is is him saying, you know, if, if a woman is leading the conversation, then there must be a certain sort of strategy in the introduction yeah. of the conversation, yeah. Yeah. which is very frustrating for me. But um, do you want to... He was in the process of taking us through some of the ways to approach yeah. the conversation. Yeah. So do you want to just take over from that? Yeah. And uh, one thing I was picking on when he was talking was... Um, how sometimes we forget to celebrate our wins. Mm. Like, first of all, I thought that too. Like, yeah. the first thing to celebrate We don't is, celebrate we our wins. We didn't get divorced last year. It is enough like to it's celebrate, a, it's a you know? Place to start. You know? <laughs> I mean, it's, it's enough to start from. <laughs> and for together. me, I mean, in, in my career as a coach, what mm. I realize is we tend to forget all the things going well and, and focus, focus so the, much yeah. on what is not going well. Mm. And so such a conversation like which it should start from what is going well. Yeah. We should be grateful and appreciative of where we have reached as a couple. And from that space, if you start looking forward, at least there's some inspiration coming from what is going well. Mm-hmm. But when we are all fixated on what hasn't gone well or what is not going well, then it's like we are in, we are in wanting. Then we actually even doubt God yeah. because we are not being grateful for how far he brought us through 2023 20, uh, to now. So I think celebrating our success is a very good thing as a couple that the fact that you are even here, maybe you had one child last year or you got married last year or you were able to save 10 cities. It's enough to celebrate. Celebrate it as a couple. Yeah. Appreciate it. From that place, then you will have that desire to then, how do we move on from here yeah. that we've been able to get to the second, I mean, step um, I mean, step of where we want to get to. From there, the conversation becomes easier for both uh, parties. Um, the men are doing so much, and sometimes the women think you're not doing so much, and they will start from what is not going right. It doesn't create an atmosphere mm. for... Um, I mean, a, a good conversation when you attack your partner, vice versa. 
if it's the man bringing it up and he start from i mean you don't cook well i don't like your food and all that then everything you're going to say the other person will be defensive yeah. so i think celebrating our successes is a, a it's a good way, way to, start. to start such a conversation okay. it's a very good way to start and being grateful for whatever our partners have brought on in their effort in their small ways they have done something so i think usually like in the world world we 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 there's a saying that we don't celebrate efforts we celebrate yeah. results yeah but i think that in a relationship effort has to be celebrated. effort has to be celebrated because sometimes there are no results yes effort has to be <laughs> celebrated it has to be celebrated because sometimes your effort might not have um, brought result because it hasn't reached where the results will come yet yeah and so celebrate exactly yeah. the fact that you're trying and doing something should be celebrated and right. like i mean so from the celebrating and appreciating and being grateful for whatever each of you had brought on to had come this far now you can bring that juice or wine and then or you can set out a dinner to go out somewhere go for a walk sometimes the go best time to for, no, the weekend, for the weekend even, sometimes yeah. the best time to have meaningful conversations when you're going for a morning walk yes because it's like there's nothing serious going on when you're walking taking your 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 exercise and walking for maybe 40 40 minutes you can have meaningful conversations during uh, that time sometimes when you make it a, a too formal setting it brings up, uh, I mean, you know, the feeling of it's going to be a serious conversation. But talking about our future shouldn't be seen as um, something that is uh, uncomfortable. So the ambience is very, very important. If you know your partner likes talking in bed before sleeping or in the morning when he wakes up, he likes lying in bed to chat, you can create that atmosphere to to bring up such a conversation as well okay. and right. it will it will help but it i think help. um getting a, out of the home going for a walk or having a dinner breakfast somewhere and having this conversation is also very healthy for for, for couples okay. yeah so um richard hi are you back yes i'm back okay, yes great so if you can just pick up pick up where you left off before before you do that though you know how our, our mothers and our grandmothers always used to say that if there's there's a conversation that must be had in a marriage or something, you should wake the person up at dawn, you know, and then talk to them or that mm -hmm. kind of thing. Is that is that a strategy that actually works? Um, or is it about time we actually stopped waking people up at 3 a.m. or 4 a.m. to have serious conversations? My mother them? used to wake me up like that. Yeah. Well... That 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 idea, or should I say, uh, my, my I remember my grandma saying the same thing, and she said usually when you wake up and you're asked a question, you will normally tell the truth because you haven't your faculties have not engaged yet. Oh, okay, that's it. <laughs> so when a child is naughty, they wake you up in the middle of the night, and then the first thing they ask you, ninety nine point nine percent of the time, you're going to speak the truth because that's what will come out. Mm. It's not a good strategy. However, I have a mentee who has used that waking up at two o'clock in the morning, three o'clock in the morning to increase their intimacy. Okay. Because she said to her husband, the average couple will have, will be intimate about 50 times a year. And she wanted to double that effort. Hmm. So the husband comes home, he's tired and he goes to sleep and she would allow him to sleep. And then around two o'clock three o'clock she'll start her business right. and he responds so coming back to your question so do they both have to like wake up and go and brush their teeth and do all <laughs> and of that anyone anyway, I, I don't know the details all i know <laughs> is that she, she, some service she, are concerned <laughs> because 3 a.m waking up for intimacy requires a, anyway okay oh. <laughs> all right richard uh, i'm listening so anyway as you reflect, I think sometimes for many couples, the relationship becomes a competition. Mm. Before they got married, the man had his dreams, the woman had her dreams. And sadly, along the way, due to the pressures of marriage itself, they sense to deviate or go offline. So the man is going after his goals. I want to be the CEO. I want to own this. I want to make a million dollars. And he goes for that, sacrificing his foundation, which is his home. 
and the woman wants to be the best mother because the man is not there so she wants to be the mother and the father so remember i said this thing to do with resentment now whenever you are going to talk to somebody whether you're doing it through your walking or going for i would say keep it so casual that the conversation becomes a natural conversation so for those who have a theme for the year if you're if you're a christian and you have a theme for the year ask yourself how are we going to make this year of abundance this year of favor this year of prosperity this year of increase how are we going to realize that in our home mm -hmm. and you know reflection is always brilliant because in reflecting what we're doing is we are looking at the areas of strength and we then take lessons from that so I mean, some of the conversations I encourage couples to do is for the man to actually look at his wife and just thank her for being a good wife, for being a great mother, if they have children, if they don't have children, for being a homemaker, for literally being able to say, thank you for doing all of these things for me. If you, if you are not doing it, I won't be able to go out there and do what I need to do yeah. and vice versa for the woman to be able to say to the man, thank you for being a good husband. Thank you for being a good father. Now, who wouldn't want to talk when they, you've, eased, you've raised their ego level a little bit? So if, if, when you do that, it then starts opening the door for you to then, it loosens all the, the, the barriers because I've praised you, you've praised me, and it's a genuine praise. That feedback, gives that person the opportunity to think, oh, wow, so they've noticed what I'm doing. And once you notice what somebody is doing, it is then good to build from there. Yeah. And I'm, I, I, use those, I use the phrase using baby steps. Please, there are some couples out there and you have one couple who says, this year, I'm going to lose weight. Hmm. The whole of 2023, you were having your carbohydrates and you were eating at nine o'clock at night, 10 o'clock at night. Then all of a sudden, on the 2nd of January, you just said, okay, fine, I'm now going to become a, um, a healthy. So you change the diet of the home without informing anyone. Yeah. You know, that is gonna be met with resistance yeah. because yeah. Wh why have you changed? Yeah. So you've got to gain consensus and that is the drive to setting good goals. Mm. So wherever you're gonna have this conversation and again, whoever's leading, have an end result. Right. And if I, anyone, as I say to you, in this conversation today, at least by the time we finish the conversation, our listeners will walk away with one tool and they'll become far better people. So next year by this time, they can look back and go, thank God I listened to this program yeah. on the 13th of January. Yeah. That is a goal. Now the question is, how do we do that as the three of us, as we're talking? Mm. How do we then break it down from that great goal into baby steps so that we can start taking those steps those milestones and then arrive at that place yeah all right so we're and, going to do that we're actually mm -hmm. going to break down the conversation now into specifics so what the areas we should be planning um for what the planning should look like setting realistic goals mm -hmm. um, and all of that but we are going to take a quick message from our friends um and then when we come back we will move into that part of the conversation. This is still um, Home Affairs here on your Superstation Joy 99.7 FM. My name is Enima Enimado. I'm sitting in for Adam Naite for the next few weeks. Um, so don't be too surprised to hear our similar voices though. All right, so taking a quick break, we will be right back. <laughs> Sixteen essential vitamins and minerals, including zinc, calcium, and iron, for your baby's healthy growth. Yum Vita, a delicious way to grow. This advert is FDA approved. 
Ah, Ophelia, did you brush your teeth before eating? No, mommy. Anytime I use daddy's toothpaste, I get bruises in my mouth and sometimes I feel like vomiting. Mm-mm, that's not an excuse. As a child, you need to brush your teeth before you take your breakfast to avoid tartar and cavity, okay? <laughs> And you, why are you laughing at your sister? Have you brushed your teeth? Yes, ma'am. I used the Kel Kids toothpaste you brought yesterday to brush my teeth. Well done, darling. Kel Kids toothpaste is made for kids like you from two years to six years. It was so sweet like strawberry. I even wanted to eat it, mom. <laughs> no, you can't eat it. It's toothpaste, not toffee, okay? <laughs> It's always advisable to give your kids Kel Kids toothpaste to brush their teeth. Kel Kids toothpaste strengthens teeth and prevents decay and cavities. As a mother, I always make sure my kids use Kel Kids toothpaste. Kel Kids toothpaste with strawberry flavor makes brushing exciting for our kids. Kel, happy smile. This advert is FDA approved. Ghana for pet tasty tom tomato mix you so. Look at your bar, restaurant, if you so are a tasty tom. Me your your firm a journey near Koyupa. Me you see tasty tom tomato mix. A your cocoa kama. What the year journey? What's a rich tomato flavor? No, none the tasting so dear. On point, sir. Me your bar. Me for tasty tom kakrebi yum kwine froya. Na ye be brie. Me handwriting so. And sisada. Inti customers ba. Mia Chef, Tasty Tom gives you value for money. I don't compromise on the quality of my food. Ain't me top up At once. Use Tasty Tom enriched tomato mix. This advert is FDA approved. Welcome back. This is Home Affairs here on Joy 99.7 FM. Now, let me tell you about Yamvita. So, Yamvita infant cereal with milk is fortified with Nutri-V, which contains 16 essential vitamins and minerals, including zinc, iron, and calcium, to aid in baby's healthy growth. It comes in three delicious flavors, maize and wheat, rice and wheat variants, and three unique pack sizes, 50 gram, 400 gram, and 300 and 50 gram block bottom pouch. Get the size that best suits your family's needs. Yamvita, a delicious way to grow. So Ghana is really hard. Um, so everybody wants value for their hard-earned money. When it comes to tomato mix, value for money means consistent and rich red color that doesn't color your meat or fish. A thick paste that gives you your desired quantity of soup or stew. Good tomato flavor that gives that consistent and unique taste to all your dishes. You can rely on tasty tom and rich tomato mix for all these. That is why we say weigh your tomato mix. No color changing like traffic lights. Taste no so dear on point because tasty tom is thick. Don't compromise on quality. Choose Tasty Tom and Rich Tomato Mix and get value for money. All you need to do to win some amazing prizes from Tasty Tom during the phone-in sessions on Drive Time is to tell us how you prepare your favorite meal using Tasty Tom and Rich Tomato Mix. Promises to be fun and interesting. Tasty Tom and Rich Tomato Mix. Enterprise Insurance, leader in general insurance since 1924, celebrates 100 years anniversary with the Yafinie Moto Insurance promotion. One lucky winner will drive off in a brand new Nissan Kicks SUV. The first and second runner-ups will jet off to Dubai in an all-expense-paid trip. And to win, purchase or renew your vehicle insurance with Enterprise between January and June 2024. And their monthly raffles, which offer you lovely laptops, TVs, microwaves, fridges, and more, also win instant free fuel coupons and gifts. Visit any Enterprise Insurance branch or call your broker or agent. You can also call Enterprise directly on 0302634777. Experience the time-tested and truly trusted 100-year legacy of Ghana's oldest insurer. Terms and conditions apply. Enterprise, your advantage. 
we're about to bounce back into the conversation, but have you been to Safari Valley Eco Park yet? Well, if you haven't, maybe it could be a couple goal for this year. Um, but Safari Valley introduces the Safari Wildlife Experience by creating an environment that fosters the harmonious cohabitation of forest, water, humans, and wildlife such as zebra, sable antelope, llama, wallaby, fallow deer, and so many others, where everyone can come and experience these majestic creatures at a starting price of 250 Ghana CDs and free for children up to six years. Only an hour drive from Accra, it opens from 6 a.m. to 8 p.m. each day. Visit Safari Valley Eco Park with your friends and family today for the thrill of a lifetime. For more information, visit safarivalleyresort.com. Check out Safari Valley on Instagram or call 059-691-4394. Well, welcome back, Ariel and Richard, um, and and thank you for staying tuned in. If you're listening to us, this is Home Affairs, and this morning we're talking about couple goals. So right now, what I want us to do is to kind of dive into the specifics. Yep. First of all, um, Ariel, let me start with you. What are the major areas, in your opinion, and um, that you feel that we should be focusing on? Yeah. yeah, I would start with health. Okay. Health is paramount because without it, all the other ones will not be able to stand. Or if you get it without health, then you don't really actually also yeah, enjoy, enjoy it. it. So okay. I would say for me, health is number one. Okay. That we need to be looking at what are we setting ourselves towards to live healthy throughout the year. Is it eating healthy? Is it exercise? So is I it managing our stress? Let me list all. Me list all. Okay. So health, finance, career social life environmental and spiritual growth yeah so that's for you that's six that's six okay do you want to just run through them again so health Mm -hmm. uh, finance Mm -hmm. career development social life environmental and then our spiritual uh, growth Growth. as in the values we are going to be living by Mm. in our relationship and also in our our life as a a whole okay All right, um, Richard. What what are your major areas for for couple goal setting? Well, I will add to what Ariel has put there. So, if they've listed those seven, I will also encourage them to have um, family and friends. Mm. To also look at love and romance. Yeah. Fun and recreation. Mm. And personal development. Okay. So I'm adding about I think four more to Ariel's list. Yeah. Um, it comes under my social life. Yeah, it comes under yeah. Interactions. Okay. <laughs> yes, so, which yes. one for you is the most important, Richard? Or in order of priority in the conversation? In order of priority, spiritual life comes first. Yeah. Spiritual growth. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Yeah. Um. So, do you want, um, Richard? Do you want to start uh, start us from there, <coughs> and then when you do one aspect, then Ariel can do another aspect, sure. and then we kind of okay. go back and forth. The spiritual aspect is being able to tap into the grace of God being able to tap into the wisdom of God for the plans that you have. So if the two of you, Bible says, it, how can two walk except they agree? Yeah. And then in the book of Matthew, it also says that if two shall agree, for me personally, that scripture is one of the best scriptures for couples. Yeah. If the two of you shall agree on something, Concerning, so yeah. that becomes your foundation. So whatever plans you have, whatever plans we do put together, God is the one I mean, somebody says man plans, but God disposes. So you can plan, but if that's not God's will for you, then you would most probably go around in circles. So the spiritual element is important so that you can then set the sails so that the wind of God can move you forward in the direction that you need to go. So spiritual goals, setting that, what I ask people to do is, how frequent are you discerning or hearing the voice of God? So if you're reading the Bible, are you just reading it for the sake of reading? It's it's a tick list. I've done it and gone. But read it and wait and hear what the Spirit of the Lord is saying to you through that word. And when I say wait and hear, you read something. How do I apply this to my daily life? So as a couple, work on that. Now, once you've done that, the next thing is, how willing am I to obey the directions of the Lord? Because you can hear the voice. But then say, well, I'm too busy to doing something. So again, both of you commit to, if I hear something, I'll share with my spouse. 
and then we'll commit to putting it into practice. These are the two area, two things I would say with the spiritual life. Yeah, okay. Um, Ariel, so do you want to comment on, on that, on the spiritual? On the spiritual, yes, yeah. yes. I would, what I will add is after doing all that, um, uh, Richard has said, then you look at what are the values you're going to be living by with each other. So for you, this comes under spiritual. Under spiritual, okay. yes. Your so values. Value. Your values and your beliefs are what is going to guide your choices but, in but, your day-to-day so life. So value conversation, Ariel, yeah. I mean, is it something we have to have every year? Or no. Or is it something that we no, did but, at the beginning? But looking the at how your life is going, mm -hmm. you may know that living on this value or this... Um, belief may not be helping me this year i intend to be a more forgiving person okay this year i intend to be more grateful or this year i intend to be more kind mm -hmm. to people based on uh, something you learned over the years well, this year i'm going to be more morally upright it's more exactly moral so that for me yeah. that is the spiritual side we should okay. be looking at the value system we are going to be engaged with each other mm. and also in our general life as a whole because every choice you're making is based on your value mm. and if your value is uh, tit for tat if you insult me i insult you it means in the relationship everything you're uh, that's uh, exactly <laughs> yeah. so if you've made being forgiven or kind or understanding a value you're going to operate by that intention guides you to know how to treat your partner in the relationship and so if you've prayed and you've committed a relationship unto god and all that now let the fruits of the spirit which are the values show in your day-to-day -day choices mm -hmm. for me that is where uh, spiritually i would want to uh, to add to it okay um richard let me ask you a question about when it comes to the spiritual aspects sure. um so i've come across you know couples who for example go to different churches mm -hmm. or one couple is more one 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 person is more committed than the other and mm -hmm. all of that how does that work do we have to go to church together is it important that we're being fed from the same source is it important that our beliefs or our perception of god are the same must we be at the same level um you know do i do we have to be able to hear the holy spirit in the same way i mean what are some of, of okay yeah i've asked you a lot of questions so yeah <laughs> <laughs> thank you very much Dynamics. <laughs> yeah. so it, it's going to the same church is has its advantages mm. But sometimes, <clears throat> pardon me, your uh, upbringing would mean that I may be evangelical and my, my spouse may be one of the Orthodox yes. Church. The point is, do you believe in the Lord Jesus Christ? Yeah. Okay. And if you do, what are those beliefs? What are the things, what are the core beliefs that you hold together? And what you'd find is that in the mirage of all the churches, we believe Jesus is Lord. We believe he's the one that is through him will get to heaven. He's the one that gets us to God the Father. So once you have that foundation, in actual fact, when it says two shall agree, even though we may be going to different churches, so far as we can agree on how we are going to monitor each other's spiritual growth. And please, let me say this. This, this spiritual growth I'm talking about, it doesn't mean that changing your life and committing to going to every single service in the church mm -hmm. and then the church becomes your home and you ignore the responsibilities mm -hmm. at home the spiritual goals is you saying hey this year ariel is broken it down a bit more this year this is what we want to do we want to be able to pray more we want to, be able to read the bible reading the bible in a year is a great goal yeah. mm -hmm. if we decide to spend 10 minutes a day discussing what we've read from the bible so that each of us will share to each other. I read Matthew, and this is what I got from Matthew chapter one. I read Genesis, this is what I got from. So far as both of you are talking about it, that is a healthy place to be. Richard, it are is, these things important? Is it important for us to read the Bible together? Is it important for us to have these spiritual discussions? Is it important for us to pray together? Because life can get a bit busy, schedules may not be matched. Is it, is it really important? Do we have to do that? Let me let me let me answer your question with an, a question. Okay. Is it important to have cement to build your house? Well, you can't really build your house without cement. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I find it interesting. The things we 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 term as um, busy, 
and the things we term as, oh, I'm too busy to do, the things we actually think we are too busy to do are normally the things that are very important for us to do for the things we think we are busy about to work well. You know, we are busy to rest, we are busy to eat, we are busy. But those are the things we actually need as the cement, the foundation to do what we want to do well. And so like he's saying, making some time together as a couple to build your to pray together has a way of actually bonding you Mm -hmm. because if you are sharing the same faith and you pray together or you just share (coughs) a bible quote together something you do as a part of your morning routine it 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 bonds you it brings something into the relationship and sometimes these little little things we take them for granted but they are pillar they are pillar and we need to put those things, put ourselves to work on those things done. I'm busy. We need to get into the car. Children are going to be late. It all takes planning and being intentional. Because sometimes the time we need for these things are very small. But we think the bigger things are more important than yeah, these things. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so Richard, you were well, about to say something before Ariel interrupted you. Yeah. Listen, with these conversations, the reason why it's important is based on what you've said, sometimes, ideally, is do it first thing in the morning. Mm. But even though couples may be busy, there's a strong likelihood they may go to bed at the same time. Okay. So again, you can use that opportunity to discuss what you've read. You know, after the question, how was your day? You can say, hey, today I read this scripture. And allow each other two to three minutes or five minutes to share what you got. Now, remember, if both of you start from that basis, and it's amazing how just having a conversation about scripture, that gives you something, you both believe in God, so you've got something you've read from the scripture, and you're talking about it, it actually starts opening the door for conversation. Mm -hmm. Because if I can talk to you about scripture, Mm -hmm. and I talk to you about a year of increase, then I can also say to my wife, okay, so when it comes to intimacy, how do we increase that? When it comes to looking after our children, how do we increase that? So that's why I said the spiritual growth area forms the foundation of everything. So it is you making time for it. And if it's as important to you as breathing, Mm. the air that you breathe, if you look at your spiritual goal as the air that you breathe, none of us will ignore it. But many times we go ahead and we do so many things and we miss God. And then we run to a pastor or a prophet or somebody to help us correct. My challenge to you is that this year, if you will focus on the word of God and start being independent in growing yourself in understanding the word, what the pastor will do is they will teach you, they will motivate you, they will inspire you, but it's the same word of God. They get it from a different perspective to feed you. Now, what you've got to do as as a couple at home is Take that word and break it down to your specific needs. Mm. Once you break it down to your specific needs, there is nothing, and I guarantee this, I say this under the authority of the Holy Spirit, there is no demon on earth, whether created yesterday, today, or tomorrow, that will be able to come against a couple who agree. That's the point. Who agree on moving in a particular direction with God. Because when you agree, it's amazing that let me share this disclose this to you my wife and i we agreed we're building we're doing a project in ghana we agreed we kept on working there were times that we gave up there were times that we decided to sell the property but every year we looked at that project and we said the lord is still on our side it took time but you know the amazing thing we finished the project and when we finished we could look back and say well i can look at how god was encouraging us even though we felt discouraged Mm. It wasn't because of the work I was doing. There were times that in the season of the year, I may not get that much work. So, but God supplied. And every increase that came would normally come from a revelation I get from the word. My wife would get a revelation. And we encouraged each other. The word of God is that basis. Because anymore, and Ariel, there are times that we wake up in the morning and we don't even have one city to buy something to eat. Yeah. How do you encourage somebody who, whose luck is down? Who has looked at everything and feel, you know, I I don't know how to press on. If it's a woman's role to say to the husband, hey, sweetheart, I know, but God has been faithful. Today we may be down on our luck, 
but there is a day called tomorrow. Mm. And you encourage each other. As you do that, to the one going to work who has a difficult boss to work with, or they are going through a lesson with their boss, and they don't know how to navigate it, your husband or your wife is your best motivator, your greatest fan. But using the word of God will keep you so focused on where you're going yeah. that even when trouble comes, you know that God says, I am the one that created you. I will look after you all your life, mm -hmm. even unto gray hairs. Now, isn't that a good promise? Imagine waking up in the morning and your spouse says to you, I just read this and I'm so encouraged that the Lord says, I have multiplication on my mind. Hey, God has multiplication. When I leave the house, anything I do, I am looking for that multiplication. Yeah. That is the best motivation we can get. So the word of God forms the basis. Praying together is a desired thing. If you can't pray together, please, even if you sit in the car with the children, a few tongues here, or if not, if you don't speak in tongues, yeah. hey, God, thank you for today. Yeah. We're up. We thank you for our lives. We thank you for the children. We thank you for what's ahead of us. Even if it's a one-minute prayer, I'm not saying, but for everyone, I'm encouraging each and every one of us, spend time in the presence of God. Mm. Because until we do, building that one million home or building that 20,000 city home, it will, it will, we will struggle. God will make a way. And it's not devoid. We're not relinquishing the responsibilities of our actions. But what we're doing is that we're getting inspiration. We're getting that cement that we need. Mm -hmm. So that as we buy the block, the cement is there. And God then starts adding the pieces to it for us to build. Mm -hmm. So the, the spiritual growth becomes a foundation for the rest of the eight areas we've, we've mentioned. We've mentioned. Amazing stuff. Um, yeah. I'm going to take a quick break, um, but Richard, when we come back, um, mm -hmm. okay, so we're not going to take a quick break. So <laughs> let me just ask this um, to Richard, and then Ariel, you can um, also comment on it. So you talk about, for example, you're going to bed at night, and um, you are, are talking about spiritual stuff. We're talking about scriptures and stuff. Mm -hmm. But but also based on the socialization of the average African, um, mm -hmm. sex is not something that is attributed with spirituality. So how do you go from talking about scriptures to getting dirty? Like how does that work? Because you're you're saying now at night we should be perfect. Now how do we uh, okay anymore today? Anymore, listen. Anyone. When it comes to Anyone. when it comes to when it comes to spiritual our spiritual walk, listen. It says to us. God wants us to be intimate with him. Yeah. And a friend of us, a friend of mine broke it down. And he said, if you look at the word intimate, it actually means into me. See. So if I need to be intimate with God and I'm spending time in worshiping God and I am giving my all to God in that intimate moment, we can talk about it. And what a better way of after talking about scripture and encouraging each other we then decide to increase or have what I call a reality of what we've just shared. Mm. And then making out, just imagine building yourself up spiritually and then physically nourishing each other. And you know, I would also say this, if couples this year, or should I say today, mm -hmm. I'm gonna encourage all the couples out there, please go online and research the benefits of sex for the woman and for the man. Mm -hmm. And when you find out the benefits, for those of you who say I have a headache, you will stop saying I have a headache. Hey. Sharp. It's a healing process. Wow. <laughs> I guess Marvin Gaye caught the revelation. Ah, you know, it's too early in the morning for me to go <laughs> do a deep dive into this. But I tell you, ask yourself, why did God create this particular part of marriage? Mm. This intimacy, you know, even just being intimate eases stress. What, I mean, Ariel is a wellness um, coach, and she, she said to us, when you go for your morning walk, I am not disputing that. That is a great thing to do. We need to exercise. But, um, uh, 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 sorry, a nurse said to me on one occasion, even if you increase the frequency of your, so a research by Edinburgh University says that when you increase the frequency of intimacy, your heart rate starts to become regulated. Yeah. High blood pressure would ease away. Stress will be taken away from you. 
for ladies menopause or even your cycle it's the amazing thing is that the emission from the man is the most potent antioxidant ever i see wow ah. so if there's one goal that okay let me say two goals do your spiritual and then goal number two for couples increase your intimacy then the world you you start building you start building skyscrapers because your your creativity goes up plus you get to sleep better and then what i can see you'll be shy so i'll stop no i'm trying to hold myself back from from commenting that's that's what that's what it is i'm trying to remain composed so i encourage everyone after this you've done the spiritual you know what was what's the good way of going to church and you hear all this wonderful message and sadly for most people when you get into the car park they'll say to you great message but they don't remember what they've heard yeah. but can you just walk away from service with one word yeah. and to be able to go through the whole week reviewing that one word talking about it in bed now you see couples some women will say my husband doesn't talk to me imagine that you're talking about something that you're both passionate about yeah. the word of god that so even if i'm talking about god says he's going to give me increase again remember i'm doing the sandwich approach i'm using the word of god as the praise as the review then i look at the problem so god is going to give us increase how are we going to do our financial goals how are we going to um, create time for fun and recreation and these are some of the things that starting with the word of god helps us to move forward i, I hope i hope I, I i don't want to take too much of that yeah, but yes, that so for me I think, I think what we we decided is to try and continue the conversation next week so that we can take each of the points in depth and kind of not rush through sure yeah and not rush through them um so ariel i'll let you give me your closing thoughts on the spiritual sure aspect sure. and the practices that we can go into to 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 be better at yeah. that and then we'll end it there and then next week we'll try and take the other seven um that we've we've mentioned but let me just remind you that yam vita is absolutely yummy and it's a delicious way to grow it's also fortified with nutri v which contains 16 essential vitamins and minerals including zinc iron and calcium to aid in baby's healthy growth comes in three delicious flavors maize and wheat rice and wheat variants and three unique pack sizes 50 400 and 350 grams gets the pack size that best suits your family needs yam vita a delicious way to grow and obviously when you're thinking about tomato mix you're definitely thinking about tasty tom and that means value for money which translates into consistent and rich red color a thick paste and good tomato flavor that gives you consistent and unique taste to all your dishes you can rely on tasty tom and rich tomato mix for all of these also you stand a chance of winning amazing prizes from tasty tom during the phone-in sessions on drive time all you need to do is tell us how you prepare your favorite meal using tasty tom and rich tomato mix this promises to be fun and interesting tasty tom and rich tomato mix so we have about four minutes three minutes on the clock um, let me first say a very big thank you to Richard, because um, I, I don't think we're going to go back on Zoom um, for that. And so, Richard, looking forward to talking to you next week as we continue to delve into the other seven um, listed goal goals. Areas. Areas, so, Ariel, yeah. just finish up for us. Um, I think we should just finish with the spirituality okay, and then sure, we can continue sure, with that. Sure. So, like Richard has said, there are these areas of uh, spiritual conversations are very important. It's um, the foundation and so making time to pray mm -hmm. and uh, practice some of the spiritual practices you can do is finding time to meditate on the word or if you have any other uh, form of meditation you do it's very good to meditation is a way of actually receiving from god yeah. after praying and asking how do you now listen that's it's, a big thing a and lot it's, of people it, struggle with to hearing struggle to so hear god meditation is, is very yeah. very important for me, that is one of the tools I don't let go at mm -hmm. all. Twice a day, I make time to meditate. And um, I mean, we spoke about evening, but our morning routines as a family is also important. If we can make time in the morning to start well, it sets the tone 
for the whole Which day. Waking up a little bit. Waking early. up a bit so maybe early. Going to bed a little bit. Early. And then waking up a bit early. I don't know how if you go to bed early and they wake you up at two a.m. for. Some I'm not there. I'm not there anymore. Yeah, okay, well, we are all not there. So. <laughs> you are getting yourself Music. into trouble. Don't worry. <laughs> singing, singing together or um finding a way of bringing music into your home for spiritual nourishment is very it's important amazing, yeah. it's amazing and talking about praying in tongues i mean i used to pray in tongues when i'm driving my kids to school every morning mm. it was part of my routine okay morning drive to school in the morning is my speaking in tongues uh, time okay so what do you do with your spiritual growth in the morning mm. is crucial you can have a time to read a devotion together if you have a devotional that you share you can read it together or listening or to, to an inspiring podcast or some i mean preacher or a podcast you like to listen to that gives you the set of um, atmosphere you want for the day and by doing that it's setting you on the good values you want to live by mm. if you start doing these things in the morning to set uh, yourself up for the day now how we raise our children is also a spiritual aspect for me and so as a goal setting for your spiritual growth what examples do you want to set for your children to see as a couple sometimes our toxic behaviors and the the things we do in front of our children is actually what conditions them and patterns them to become the same things we want to avoid. Yeah. So for your spiritual growth, looking at how you are bringing up your children that God gave you is one of the areas I would say we should, we should look at. So try to look at how you are behaving in front of your children. What um, mindset are you giving them? Um, you might be taking the children to church, but when you come home, you don't even live by the word of God. Then what are you teaching them? So the values for me is very important because everything you do is based on how you think you should respond to uh, your choices yeah. during the day. So bringing our children up in the way of God is very, very important. Instilling good uh, behavior, habits, and values in them is crucial and it starts from how we do it yeah. so becoming conscious and being aware that 